with me today, I have Scotty Ogden. Um, he is a Skills BC alumni, and I'm going to pass it over so that he can introduce himself a little bit and tell us a little bit about what he does and what his experience has been like. Thank you very much, Shoshana. We, uh, we've been in this uh, industry now since 90. Probably 92, I think, is when we did the, the trades challenge. And uh, now I own a construction company uh, in the Fraser Valley. We got 16 staff working for us. Um, it was just a great, it was a great program. It basically set, set us off on the right foot and uh, showed us what needed to be done in the industry to, you know, um, build, be efficient and do what's expected basically so you mentioned roughly 92 is probably when when you may have heard about and competed in skills canada bc what was your experience like then tell us a little bit about what the competition was like and what you had to do and how you felt doing it thank you okay so we so i was in brookswood secondary school and we had a really good uh, construction teacher named Lawrence Fraser and he could see some real value in a number of us. I think there was four of us from the school that entered the competition and he basically said you know I want you to enter this competition this is what uh, is going to do and we're going to prep you for the competition so we we basically had some sort of idea of what was going to be expected we knew that we had to build some walls and we had to build some rafters. And so we kind of went through the process and, and got trained. And then when we showed up at BCIT, I had really no ex idea what to expect. Uh, I think there was probably close to 30 other students there. There's probably like maybe 16 groups or maybe, yeah, about 15, 16 groups. And we had to build approximately like a six by six uh building that was about six feet tall we had to do some rafters we had to do some doors some windows a little bit of siding a little staircase and we were only given a set amount of lumber so if we had run out of lumber uh before the rafters put were put on well we couldn't do the roof so and the rafters ended up being about you know six seven feet long so if you cut all your long lengths up first then you were kind of like left with no with no lumber, so for for us it was pretty easy. Um, not not to boast or anything, but uh, we we really were prepped good by our our teacher, and uh, we knew what to expect as far as like the amount of lumber that we we had. We knew what we had to cut, and uh, yeah, we I think we came in like we were finished uh, before the deadline, and. Uh, me and my partner, I'm not sure if it was uh, Michael Schroeder, I think was my partner. I'm not 100% sure on that one. But we both got a $500 uh, scholarship to BCIT, wow. which I then used for my first year carpentry program at BCIT. So, and it was, uh, it was fun. I got a little, a little award, which I probably don't have anymore. And uh, I completely forgot about that because that was back 92 or 93. It was around that, that era. I don't remember what year. I, I graduated in 93 and it was definitely in my senior year there. So, yeah. That's amazing. And it, it really does, like, 
you know, you can prepare yourself as much as possible, but having an, an instructor or a teacher that's actually devoted as well really helps, especially in the preparation. Yeah. And I think um, I definitely want to give credit to Lawrence Fraser just because, you know, he was a teacher that all, not only was a, an instructor in school, but he had also been in the field as well. And I believe that that's really important uh, to teaching people, not just, you know, going off of what you think should happen or something someone else taught you, but actually having some real field experience is, re- is really important. Uh, and we actually uh, did a lot of field experience with Lawrence Fraser. I think we actually built a house uh, on Protection Island for one of the other teachers. So we, you know, during that year, we, we, uh, we, we took a one week trip and we actually built this big A-frame cabin on Protection Island. It was really neat. It was good to get out and, and wear a tool belt in the actual field and, you know, have the pressures of, of getting the job done and getting it done properly and seeing, you know, some of the safety hazards and going through the whole process. It was, uh, I mean, this is what I wanted to do. I was 11 years old. I wanted to be a carpenter. I wanted to build houses. So I've chased this dream down and, uh, yeah, I really want to revolutionize this industry and just it's just a very rewarding career, 100% rewarding. This industry isn't just about knowing how to build something. It's it's also knowing why you need to do it the way you're doing it. Um, because if you do it wrong, then you're going to have constant problems. If you decide to build it a certain way and, and, you, and you don't know the basic skills of leveling and squaring and keeping things plumb, then you could have some serious problems uh, as you get up to the roof. And then not only that, but to operate in this business, you also, um, you know, we have to have some people skills and you have to have some skills as to why, why we do things and what, you know, constant changing. um, There's a constant change in the BC building code because we're trying to, introduce new products. We're trying to uh, make things more efficient and energy efficient. So it's a constant growth uh, process here in the construction industry. Definitely. Yeah. And you mentioned that from age 11, you've been, you know, interested in this career path. What got you interested at such a young age? Very good question. Skateboarding. So um, I, I got into skateboarding and I figured I want to build those great ramps that everyone builds. So I started building skateboard ramps and we built ramps like hundreds of ramps for friends. And uh, we ended up building, I ended up building ramps for Slam City Jam in Vancouver. We built ramps for skate camps. Um, one, of my, one of my friends in this actually uh, does all the construction for the concrete ones that are like in every municipality so yeah we we got into the construction industry really young uh kind of self-taught but i really wanted to build a house my parents built a house for themselves when just before i was born and they that was a lot of they took a lot of pride in the fact that hey we we bought this lot as an empty lot and we built this house and we designed exactly what we wanted. This is where we wanted the bathroom. This is where we wanted the kitchen. And I said, that's what I want to do because I, I could see value in that. I could see that this is a place where we live. This is where we lay our head. This is where we, you know, this is where we, you know, 
raise a family and, 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 and I wanted to do it. So uh, it's always been a dream of mine to get in this industry and, and exceed or succeed. Right. And with that, did you build your own house? Have you? I didn't. I didn't build my own house, but I have completely re-renovated my entire house here. Nothing is the same except for some of the studs and obviously the foundation. But yeah, we've we've added rooms. Uh, we've added all new doors, kitchens, windows, siding, driveways. So yeah, essentially, I mean, essentially yeah. you built it's, your own house. <laughs> It's funny because if I was to take all the money that I put into the renovation that I've done, I probably could have built at least two houses for the same amount of money. But you know what I mean? Because it's like you do a little bit here and then you do a little bit there. And we've been here long enough now that we're actually considering redoing the kitchen for the second time now because it's already outdated, right? It's 20 years old now. So, um, yeah, that's kind of like the exciting uh, revolving industry we're in because if you want something new it's really easy to well it's easy for me to uh put a plan in action and and build something that we really want exactly and i mean so i hear a carpenter's house is never really finished you can always work on something you can always do something there's always something that you see potential in what was your fondest competition memory It was a long time ago. I'm going to have to tell you that. So um, I really do remember the biggest thing I remember is the fact that I finished early and, uh, and that was a really good feeling because um, I knew I had a little bit more of an advantage of, uh, of, of winning that scholarship because I had finished early and I was confident that we had done everything according to like what we were taught in school. It was a really good feeling. That's amazing. And especially with, with the, the reward of the scholarship for sure. That's important to getting a kickstart in your career. So you did end up going to BCIT then? I did go to BCIT. And um, I also am a, uh, an ITA uh, uh, trainer. So I can train, now I can train uh, students from basically entry level all the way to the Red Seal now. Uh, okay. I am not a Red Seal carpenter, but because I you know, I, ch I challenged it and uh, I think I had to have 30,000 hours in order to challenge it. And I had 45,000 hours at the time. So I just challenged it and now I can train, train people. And I've actually trained, I think four or five individuals now that are red soap carpenters. Wow. So that is a rewarding feeling. That is good. Yeah. And in fact, one, uh, one of them actually got a, a, a career with the district of uh, Victoria on the school board. And so, yeah, he's basically, they can hang doors or they can do custodial work and build stuff. So, and they actually needed a red silk carpenter for it. So it's a real, it was a real good step in the right direction for him to go from like working out in the elements and to going and doing something, you know, for the city. It was a, it was a good, good transition for him, I think. Because it is physically demanding as a job, but it's one of the most rewarding jobs ever. Like, and I'm biased because obviously I I have always wanted to be a carpenter, um, and I enjoy this job. But it really is like you can work out in the weather, you can work with your muscles and your hands, and you can build stuff, you can take stuff apart, 
you get a chance to like meet people, meet people that want to like hire you to do a skill. It's just a really, really good industry to get into. And I encourage every young kid that wants to do something with their hands to at least get a background in construction because just that common knowledge, even if you're going to be an electrician or you're going to be a roofer, or you're going to be a builder or whatever you want to be, just that common knowledge of how um, a house is built, um, basically from foundation to to roof, uh, as far as framing, it's really, really valuable. And I definitely want to encourage everyone to, to at least do it. Try it for a year. Challenge yourself to 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 get out there in the rain and the snow and then the heat and build something. It's awesome. That's amazing. I'm so happy that you could be with us today and telling us about your experience and sharing some advice with, um, with today's youth, hopefully tomorrow's builders. It's been amazing to hear your passion throughout you talking. There's, you know, a lot of people that like to share their stories and I love hearing them, but I have physically felt the passion in you talking about your journey and your experience. So thank you for being with us today. And I look forward to hopefully seeing you and your competitors or at uh, some of our trades competitions. Thanks for having me. It was a, it was a real pleasure. And I, lo- I love, I love sharing my passion.